Thank you so much. <sighs> Good morning. Mm. So Reverend Patrick usually does a uh, 30 seconds of silence before moving into an affirmative prayer. So we're going to follow that. Um, I won't be singing in this very room. You don't want to try it? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's what we'll do here. So I invite you to just ground yourself in the next 30 seconds. Just feel that spot in yourself that is truth. So what I know to be true in this moment, and I invite you to take and absorb if these words resonate for you, and if they don't, just find words that do resonate for you and repeat those to yourself. But what I know to be true is that there is only one. There is only one presence, one spirit, one divine creative intelligence. It is the energy that moves in, as, and through me. And each being on this planet, in this galaxy, in this universe. And I know it because I can feel it in every cell of my being that when I come into contact with another, I see myself and I see the divine. And so I know in my heart of hearts that there is no duality, there is nothing else but this moment. There is only one, that each of us is here to explore and express this individualized expression of that one heart, one mind, one love, one light. And so as I connect to that divine place in myself, I allow it to guide me, to move me through this lifetime to explore that connection so that I may be a force for good, for transformation in myself and in the world. And as I transform myself, I transform my relationships. And as I transform my relationships, those people change and transform. So there is this ripple effect that moves in as and throughout the entire world. And as this world evolves, this universe evolves. And so I step into this calling in this moment to be a being of love, of light, of truth. I step into this moment empowered. I step into this moment as a child of the universe, no less than the trees or the stars. And in this space, I feel into my heart and I feel deep gratitude. Deep gratitude for this knowing, for this opportunity to be here in this body, in this lifetime, to show up fully 
as each moment is an opportunity for that. And I know this, and I give thanks, and I release this into the universe, knowing that it is already so in the mind of the one because the universal law can only say yes. And as we release this together, we take a deep breath, and together we say, and so it is. Mm. So it is our pleasure and privilege this morning to be here and be our, your guest speakers today. Um, so we're very grateful to Laura and Reverend Patrick for inviting us back. Um, and today we're also going to be hearing from the teens. And I'm going to let Daniel um, introduce them and let you know what it is that you're in store for because we've had the dress rehearsal. That was the first service. And now is the real the real deal. Right on. Yeah, so thanks for having us back again. Um, I'm really excited to bring these guys up. Uh, actually, why don't you get settled on stage while I introduce you. Um, so as soon as I told the teens that they were going to be speaking today, half of them called in sick. So <laughs> we're missing a few. Um, but I'm really happy to have uh, everybody here. We put in some, um, some good work and some effort into creating a topic for today. Um, and that was empowerment through self-discovery. Uh, is really the, the, the piece for conversation. So we're going to be letting them share um, their own personal experience of how in the last year, or how working with and being incorporated into the teen group, they felt more empowered in their own life and how they've been able to step into new things um, and also how, what they've been able to figure out about themselves and the realizations that they've had. Um, so who is our uh, lucky contestant number one? Well, that's Mickey you. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Riley. I'm 16. I've been going to teen group for almost three years now. And um, I forgot my paper somewhere that had my speech on it. So like, I'll just say what's authentic for me. So teen group plays a fundamental part in my life, you know? I'm transitioning in that period from being a teenager to like graduating in like two years, which is kind of scary. But I've been, I used to be really anxious about my place in this world, about my voice, about like just being in front of people. I was homeschooled for a while. And then in my first year back to school, I started coming to teen group. And it really improved me because it gave me this confidence to know that my presence is all the strength I need. Myself is all the strength I need to be heard, to be here, because I am present. And I demand that my space in the universe be heard. And I just want to <laughs> thank Alicia and Daniel and everyone here for helping me learn that. <laughs> okay, before I start er, talking, um, everybody say love. love. Everybody say love. love. Now take that to the Sistine Chapel. Thank you very much. <laughs> so hi, I'm Mark. I'm 18. I've been going to the <laughs> I've been going to the center since March of this year, and. I heard an ooh, I know, right? Fresh blood. <laughs> um, so, 
for me, when I first started coming to the center, to the teen group, um, going to be very honest, I was very put off by the energy because with my past experience and poor relationship with Catholicism and organized religion, I was very much um, put off by a lot of the energy and I ended up closing myself off, saying that, you know, I'm not feeling it here, I might just leave. Um, but as I started coming back week after week, coming to multiple teen groups, coming and experiencing the overnights, going to uh, California and experiencing teen camp, I realized it wasn't all that, and I gained a lot of, I gained, uh, let me rephrase that. Um, I learned more about myself where um, I got to realize my own self-worth and one of the biggest things or biggest examples was during one of the workshops with uh, my camp mom, Eileen, where she helped me uh, say these affirmations and write them down. And those affirmations were, I am loved, I am brave, and I'm not hiding anymore. And that helped a lot. And when uh, the second overnight hit last month, which it's been one month, um, <laughs> let me find my place again. Okay. Um, so during that second overnight, during the youth speaks, I was talking about how I hate the feeling of this being, this feeling of everything's ending again. Um, where I felt that my time here was cut short in a way where I came here during what they, or I just came here and now I'm aging out. So I felt like, <laughs> I felt that my time here was cut short and slowly, I've begun to realize that even though the environment may be different for me as I leave the teen group next month, um, that even while this, I may not be in this sort of environment with the teens, with everyone here, that I can take all these lessons that I've learned and look back on those memories and then carry myself forward as a further evolved for, uh, version of myself. And to end this with another RuPaul quote, um, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. Hi, my name is Alex. Uh, I've been coming to the teen group for probably a little bit longer than a year now. Um, I've kind of learned a lot from the teen group, but the main thing, the, the main things that I've learned is just kind of being able to communicate better, so speak what's on my mind, and that's a lot better because I can tell my mom and my brother to stop fighting in the house when they're yelling and screaming and scratching each other. That's a, by the way, my mom's Crystal Schlachter in the back right there, so show her some love and say hi. And then also, I haven't 
fixed it yet, but I'm working on me being a big procrastinator because I didn't write a speech today. I was supposed to do it a week ago, but I forgot, so in the car I wrote on a dots dots sheet. So that was quite fun, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, my name is Justin, I'm 15. I don't really know how long I've been here. Um, but uh, the teen group has helped me uh, being able to talk to people that I feel nervous to talking to and feel uh, more confident in myself. And uh, that's really it. So. <laughs> My name's Eric. I'm 12. I'm a 13. Um, the teen group has helped me do better and try harder in school and it's motivating me to try to do better. Uh, I am Gans, I am 14. I've been coming to the teen group for about three, three years now. And uh, what I've learned from all this is that I, I don't have to like deal with people and their BS. <laughs> My bad for the profanity. I'm Emily, I'm 14. I've been, I don't know how long I've been going here for, but like, feels like a while. Mm -hmm. So um, what I've learned from the team group is like, like the first time that I came here, like probably like the first few months, I like didn't have any friends. And then like the team group helped me like to like make more friends. And now I'm like way happier with my life. I'm Mara. I've been coming to the teen group for three years now. That's, it's a little hard to believe, but um, one of the biggest things I've learned about teen group is to not just accept myself, but like celebrate myself for who I am because like the whole point of an affirmation is you're acknowledging what is, not what is not. And also in that, learning to establish my boundaries and enforce them because I can't constantly do everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ayanna. Um, I'm 19, so I officially aged out like on Monday. So, um, thank you. Um, I've been coming to the youth group for about like six years. That's, oh my gosh. Um, uh, at the beginning, I was very like shy and quiet and like I wouldn't have even been up here. So um, a lot of progress has been made. So thank you. Um, um, uh, one of the biggest things I've learned from the past year of being in my last year. Um, I was really scared about aging out because I thought that uh, I would lose all of the support and the love that I was get getting from all these people um, because like, I I'm an adult now, I should do things by myself. Um, but one of the things I realized um, from just continuing to go for the last year was that um, you never have to stop growing and you never have to stop asking for help. 
um, and you're always at the right stage in your life that you're supposed to be at, um, so don't compare yourself to someone who you think is more mature because you are where you're supposed to be. <laughs> so that's what I've kind of come to terms with. And so I know for a fact that I will always be able to rely on all these people, uh, even when I'm like 27. <laughs> and um, I'm really just grateful for that. And I'm grateful to Alicia and all the teens and everyone here, all of you guys, because some of you have watched me grow up, literally. <laughs> so thank you all. And I love you. One more round of applause for these brave teens sharing their truth. <sighs> so, teen group is a space where, oh, so my name's Alicia. I, I think I introduced myself earlier, but uh, I'm the, one of the facilitators of the teen program and I went through the teen program as a teen. I started when I was 14 which was 14 years ago. And um, teen group is a space where people like, get to explore empowerment through their self-discovery. It's, it's based on how to give teens tools to do that self-inquiry, to do that reflecting and find out what's true for me and, and you know, who am I in this situation? How can I show up as me? And um, so I looked up because our theme is empowerment through self-discovery, I looked up the definition of empowerment, and I just wanted to share that with you. I found two definitions that really resonated for me. And the first one is empowerment is the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's rights. And the second one is empowerment is the process of gaining freedom and power to do what you want or control what happens to you. Or I would change that to for you. So, <laughs> Barbie Lee's laughing at me. <laughs> um, and so those four words really jumped out for me. Strength, confidence, freedom, and power. And that's what I'm... That's what I hope for these teens, that they can step into those qualities and explore that for themselves. And that's what I hope for everybody, really. Um, it doesn't stop after teen group. And like Ayanna was saying, like this growth process, it doesn't stop. Each of us, whatever age we are, we're all still in the process of learning and discovering ourselves. And I don't think we ever stop. We never get to a point in life where it's like, okay, I'm done learning who, about who I am and how I'm going to... Like, then life is over. So that's what we're here to do. And empowerment through self-discovery is the purpose of our teen group, but it's also the purpose of life, I think. That's what, we're, that's what each of us is here to do, is to dis rediscover ourselves um, as this one and step into the fullest expression, that full power that we have, um, and thereby transform our life and the lives of those around us. We're here to continually evolve. And um, I believe it's often ourselves that are in our own way. So even when we see um, all these external barriers that are, you know, I want to be, I'm here at point A, I want to be at point B, how do I get there? Oh, all these things are in the way. All of these things are there, 
but it's our limiting beliefs about our ability to get through those barriers and, or how to maneuver them to get to point B that are actually stopping us. Uh, because we are powerful beings. And um, so teen group is... Um, <laughs> Teen group is a place where we got to learn the tools. Uh, it's like a fast track to um, empowerment. Uh, you know, we're all in that process of empowerment, different stages in our lives, but teen group is like this, um, I don't know, compression chamber, and I feel like you, you go there knowing that that's what you're going to work on, is figuring out to, how do I get to know myself and how can I show up as the fullest version of myself in life? And that's what it's geared towards. So you, all, each person shows up and it shows that if you're at teen group, you're interested in that process, in empowering yourself. And that is a really powerful place to be at in your life. And, you know, I feel like I want to acknowledge you guys because you're ahead of the game. Um, you're, you're, you're consciously choosing to step into that. And it's, it's not an easy thing often. You know, um, spiritual awakening and enlightenment and being true to yourself is not easy peasy often it, it's it's things have to fall apart sometimes to come to get together to come together so uh, the two things that I wanted to share with you were um, what I think teen group is about um, and the first step in moving forward in that is your inner compass you know learning how to tune into that compass that tells you when you're in alignment and when you're out of alignment with your truth. And so many of us are from birth conditioned to what's norm, like this is the norm, this is, what it's, this is what's acceptable, this is not acceptable, oh that negative emotion you need to bottle that up and you can only, you know, there's so many ideas out there of how to be. And we learn it and we want love and acceptance so we adopt them. And in that process, often we forget how to stay in touch with that inner compass that tells us our truth. That part of us, and you might call it, I call it the inner compass, you might call it you know, your heart or your higher self. There's lots of different names for it, but it's about being in tune with that and learning how to connect to that. And so that, for me, is a huge piece of teen group that was really important to me learning as a teen. And what I really focus on bringing to the teen group is how to do that. Because I had to unlearn so many patterns and beliefs and ways that I was supposed to be in order to be able to listen to my body, my gut, my instinct. So uh, some people call it intuition, uh, but it's about grounding yourself in that space, knowing what's your yes, what's your no, feeling it in your body or in your heart or energetically, whatever is true for you, but contacting that part in yourself that has that knowing because we all have it. It's just learning how to access it. And so um, I invite you to ask yourself, what practices do you have that help you to connect to that inner knowing? because it's such a gift to be able to do that. And for some people, it's just a snap of the fingers. They get it, they, they, they don't even have to put effort into it. It's so natural for them. And then there are others, like myself, who have to unlearn placing you know, society's expectations above my own truth. And so um, 
it's a process, you know, it's a journey. And the second piece is once you can contact that inner compass that can tell you when you're in alignment and out of alignment, then you can move into, okay, so what are the limiting beliefs that I have that are stopping me from being my fullest expression, stopping me from being able to step into that in the biggest way possible? Um, so for me, you know, looking within and, and doing that and seeing, okay, like there's, I'm not enough. There's that belief, I'm not enough in some way. Um, or I'm not worthy or... Um, you know, expressing anger or sadness isn't okay. Like, there's all these different beliefs that go on, and each of us has got our own that are keeping us from being able to be that full expression. And so once you have that awareness, you can start to look at that. But if you don't do that inner inquiry and, and acknowledge what's going on, it's really hard to, to make progress because it's bringing that conscious, that conscious mind to it, that conscious intention to be that fuller, more vibrant expression. So building on your tools that work for you to begin to dismantle these limiting beliefs. And this teaching has a really powerful tool to do that. You know, there's affirmative prayer and getting a practitioner to hold that space when you can't. People can know your truth when you don't have that capacity in that moment, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, um, physically. And so to take take these tools and, and, or go out and realize like, I need to build some tools. Let's go find some tools that can help serve me. So those are my two pieces of um, what was really important to me in teen group is that inner compass and then having, bringing awareness to what are my own internal barriers keeping me from moving forward and being my fullest expression. And now I'm gonna invite Daniel up to share his experience. So another round of applause for Alicia real quick. So I think I'm, I'm going to clear the elephant in the room. Um, yes, I have a cane again. Yes, I got another surgery. I'm doing better now. So uh, that'll save me about 12 more conversations after this is done. Um, but uh, my name is Daniel, Daniel Sandy. Um, I have not gone through the team program um, like Alicia has, but I'm, I'm extremely blessed um, to be here. Um, and just to be a part of it, like through divine intervention, I feel like I was called to this group. Uh, I've been attending the center for, um, you know, just over a year. I came September of last year. And when I stepped into this space, you know, I was going every Sunday, I was really embracing the messages. I was taking everything in. And beginning of November last year, Alicia and the teens came up on stage and shared their experiences from one of the overnighters that they had. And I don't remember anything in between other than sitting and watching these, these teens come up on stage and just being awestruck by the messages that they were delivering. And then the next thing I know, I'm at the back meeting all of them and saying, yeah, I'll be an advisor. And I was like, okay. And so I really <laughs> kind of just stepped right into that and, and it just happened and I've loved every minute of it. So when I was talking with Alicia about really what we wanted to deliver as far as the message today, um, I mean, you heard them talk about empowerment through self-discovery and what, what they've learned and what they've stepped into. And I was like, how cool would it be if I was to get up here and share with them how they have empowered me and they have allowed me to discover more about myself through teaching them and through being with them. So that's really what I'm going to give to you guys here. Um, so 
the biggest thing that I need to clear out of the air is it, it, it's becoming more real to me that, that this isn't easy. You know, showing up as a an, as an advisor and working with teens, like it's it's really not because it creates triggers in my own life that I sometimes I haven't been ready to embrace. And and it and it's not only that, like sure I have to rewalk some of the things that I've done, but I don't always have the answer for them. And that's difficult. Like, how do you how do you have these these teens coming up to you and confiding in you, and you don't have the answer to to provide for them? Um, so that's why I'm really happy to have Alicia here, and she's been an absolute blessing upon my life because I really feel like we are yin yang because we've walked two different lights, or two different lives. And um, so when I don't have the answer, I literally just put her in the spotlight, and then she takes it. And then when she doesn't have it, she kind of steps back and throws me in there, and it, and it all works out, and it goes full circle. So it's really beautiful like that. So when I reflected on really how this has happened, when I first came here, I wanted to step into that big brother role. Uh, and I got friend-zoned real fast, real fast. And so I kind of came in here and was trying to be the big brother, and they kind of put me in that, no, let's, let's get to know you first. And I, I had to kind of get to know them and become friends with them first. And then I could start advising them and, and really kind of reflecting my, my past and, and start to educate them like that. Every once in a while, I try my hand at the dad card. Um, it doesn't work too well always, but I get to kind of play three roles, you know, the, the big brother, the friend, the, the dad to kind of be like, no, you can't do that. Like this is, this, let's, let's face you in this direction. Um, and so when we kind of call ourselves or get called mom and dad, and to you guys that might sound weird, um, but go to summer camp and I promise you, you'll change your mind about that. So um, these kids have multiple moms and dads uh, in, in, in my opinion now. <laughs> So a good friend and mentor uh, of mine um, told me this really powerful message, and I really hope that you, you get it. But she said that we get put into positions to teach what we need to learn. Have you ever heard that? Right? Would you believe that if I said that again? We get put into positions to teach what we need to learn. So if somebody ever comes up to you and is, is looking for support or is looking for um, really a, a solution to a problem that they're having, and you may not realize it, but you have the textbook definition answer right at the top of your tongue, and you, you inspire them and you share that with them, and they're like, wow, that's amazing. I'm going to go ahead and do that, and, and they make a change in their life. You don't even know it yet, but you struggle with the exact same issue that they just had, and you provided the answer not only for yourself, but for them. Right? So you had to say something, you had to teach something, you had to deliver something before you could become aware of how to implement it into your own life. Right? So that's, that's the difference between knowledge and applied knowledge or awareness. Right? We know so much as individuals, but it's not until we're given a reason bigger than ourselves that we can fully embrace that lesson. Right? So that's what I feel like I've gotten because when I look at these, these teens, I, I had to ask myself the question of, you know, what was I guided to learn through teaching them, right? And I've got four, four points that really stuck out to me more than ever. And the first one, I have to get it out of the way right now, it's patience, okay? Um, how does an impatient person like me go ahead and teach patience to a group of rowdy teens? It's not the easiest thing in the world, okay? Sometimes I lose my temper, um, and uh, sometimes I just kind of want to like shake them and be like, no, 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 sit still, but that doesn't work out. So I've had to really embody and, and, uh, and get to know patience for myself. Something that just came up in the last couple months was boundaries. Um, we did multiple workshops, especially at the Overnighter, you guys remember, we talked about boundaries and really stepping into that. I had no idea that I have no boundaries, especially when it comes to saying yes and taking on things in my life. Like, I'm always the yes, I'm here, yes, I'm here, yes, I'm here. And then, I, like, more often than not, I lose myself in 
um, really saying yes to all these opportunities and yes to everything else that I don't look after myself first. So you guys have all heard that, that metaphor of when the oxygen mask drop, make sure to put it on yourself first and look after yourself first before you help the person next to you. It's too true and, and so it, working with them and showing them boundaries and teaching them boundaries that allowed me to step back and look at my life and say, okay, is saying yes to this and is bringing this into my life really serving me or is it depleting me so that I can't serve others? Right, so I've, I've been able to really learn and teach myself boundaries through teaching them, um, which has been huge. And obviously, boundaries goes a mile long. There's so many different roads that you can take on that, and we've touched on on many of them too. But saying no is a powerful thing. Um, something that um, I think is is probably the most important part of this is if you guys have known me over the last year, um, I'd like to think that I became more energetic and more of myself. I've been able to really bring that out. And I like to call it like that childlike spirit. And through working with and teaching them and like getting to see like, so 13 to 19 years old, that's kind of our age range, right? Some of these kids walk around like they're grown adults and they're stressing out about finances and school and like the latest meme on the internet or whatever it is, but they get so like bottled up and stressed out about these little things that they forget that they're still children and they still they forget that they're still young and they need to like step into that. So you got to kind of grab them by the shoulders and be like, no, play, laugh, run, like do all this stuff. And when sometimes the only way to do that is to embrace that ourselves. So you get to see two different sides of me and Alicia when we're around these, these youth because we get to bring out that, that childish self and we get to be with them and play with them and, uh, and do all that. So that's a big thing and, and it brings out a different character in me and I get to kind of incorporate that into my life and it just brings out more colors that I get to give to everybody that I come in contact with. And the last thing is something that you're all familiar with, being a part of the center and learning from Ernest Holmes and really embracing this teaching, and that's unconditional love. So the one thing that I know and that I tell them as often as I can is that I do love each and every single one of the teens. I really do. I love them like their family. I want the best for them. I want to serve them in every way that I can. And over the last year especially, I always knew that I had a big heart. I always knew that, but I didn't know how to like walk with that all the time. I didn't know how to walk with love and to talk with love and to like really embrace that all the time because when you do that, it's like, it's like the light shines on you at all times. When you operate through unconditional love, everything is just so pure and so perfect and there is no wrong. There is only right actions that serve you and serve the people around you. So I hope I don't sound too creepy when I tell you guys that I love you. Okay, I try to, to, to monitor it, but I do. Um, so make sure that you embrace that. So that's huge. So if the, if the one thing that I really wanted to highlight is, is that, like if, when you walk more with love and when you work and operate through love, everything becomes so much more pure. Because everybody does deserve love, no matter how you show up, no matter how they show up. They deserve to be loved, you deserve to be loved. So I asked myself the tough question before getting up here, and that was, who really are the teachers? Is it myself and Alicia, or is it the youth? And hands down, I have to say that it's these guys. Because we truly get to rework through our childlike self. And we get to rework through our youth to become better as individuals. And you guys allow us to do that. And I, I said it in first service, and I'm going to say it again. You guys are coming to my house for the party tonight. But you guys get to see that you are up on my wall. You are my why. You are the reason why I try to serve myself better and to become a better person because I want to become better and do better to serve them.
So when you get to operate through that and when I get to really help to shine my light on them and they do it back and forth, it's, it's the most pure and, and, and amazing thing possible. So serving you guys has been the best thing that I've ever stepped into, being a part of this. And Mahatma Gandhi says it perfectly, um, that the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Because when I came here, I truly was lost. I really was. And uh, I found a brighter light than I could have ever hoped for. And that's because of these guys. So thank you so much. And thank you to all of you for um, being a part of this and listening to, to them talk and to us share. And uh, keep on coming back and we'll keep on loving you. So have a great morning. Thank you. I get to do the prayer now too. Okay, so before the band comes on, um, I'd just like to end with a closing prayer. Um, and uh, for a guy that only made it halfway through Foundations course, I think I did a pretty good job the first time. So uh, <laughs> if you could just settle in with me, um, settle into this beautiful energy, ground yourself, whatever that means to you, whether it's placing your feet on the ground or your hands in your lap. Just take a deep breath in, knowing that we are all connected. We are all so perfectly intertwined with the one love, the one universal mind, this one connected divine spirit that courses in through and around each and every single one of us. And because I know that we are all perfectly embodied by this, I know that unconditional love, I know that guidance, I know that um, perfect unfolding, I know that abundance, I know that everything that we ask shall be received, as Alicia perfectly said. You know, the, the universe can only say yes. So when we put out these things that we need and when we really embrace the things that we are just trying to discover, we keep on stepping into it and aligning with that compass that we have so naturally built into our beings and aligning with that gut instinct. As long as we keep on walking in the direction that it's meant to go, things will perfectly fall into our lap. So I embrace this fully, and I'm so happy that I get to understand this. And what I know for certain today is that everything said is already in action, and everything is divinely happening for our best self. So I'm great gratitude and appreciation. I release this into the world, and I invite you to stay with me. And so it is.